what time it is? It's pod time. Pod time. And also, new music time. Well, not really new. This is not new. I just wanted to play it because it was on my mind. It came up. Welcome, welcome, welcome to episode 11, episode 11 of the Anything About Everything podcast. I am your host, Miss Jet, Jetty, A, okay, aka The Muse, aka Pink Lady, aka Quadzilla, and it's me, okay, Um, (laughs) I'm in sort of a silly mood, probably because I'm fucking delirious, because I've been literally doing, uh, uh, homework all day and studying and also taking out my braids and everything else. Like, I don't know what day it is. I mean, I do, but not really. Like, I don't know what's going on in my house. My husband has literally been on the couch playing Call of Duty for the last four days. He's probably going to divorce me. I don't know. Like, I, I'm not speaking that into existence. I'm just saying, like, uh, I hate statistics. It, it dawned on me today that, or not today, but yesterday, really, that the three classes that I didn't do, that I didn't receive A's in, in undergrad, the two classes that I'm taking right now are like a combination of those three classes, which is why I'm pulling, like literally pulling my hair out and obsessing over everything. Cause I'm like, oh, so y'all just, you know, want me to be insecure, like off top. Like I don't suffer from imposter syndrome already. Oh, okay. I got it. Okay. All right. So enough of my bitching. Uh, moving on to listen to shout out. Shout out to the listeners. Listen, AAA, ATL. I don't want no smoke. Okay. Uh, I got a phone call this week from a homie of mine that was like, yo, listen, uh, I don't know what's going on with you, but it's like, you like literally forgot about the ATL. Like what's, what's happening? Like every week you shout out all these other places. Like every week you shout out fucking Brazil, like ATL can't get no love. I'm like, Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay. They was like, we gonna have to pull up on you. See about you. I'm like, no, 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 no. And anytime somebody from the ATL said they about to pull up on you, it's never going to be a good thing. So, uh, I'm just, I, I, of course I know my boys would never, but I'm just saying like ATL, I don't want no smoke. I love y'all. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for supporting. Thank you so much for writing. I love you guys. You already know this. You do. Um, what happened was, (laughs) this is not, I know, I know whenever people start with that, it's usually some bullshit, but this is not, uh, see what happened was. I was going to SoundCloud for my my analytics, and for whatever reason, they didn't pull up ATL. Like I, I mean, like it wasn't at the top of the list. I saw, you know, of course I saw Florida. Um, I saw Houston, I, and then of course I saw some of these other places like South Africa and Brazil. But for whatever reason, ATL was not necessarily on the top of the list, so it wasn't at the front of my brain. That's all it was. It was it just wasn't in front of my brain. But you know that I love y'all, okay? I also love my people from LA that have been listening. I love my international listeners. I can't believe that y'all keep coming back. Like, I mean, like, (laughs) I really do. Like, every time I see uh, South Africa, I'm just like, wow, why? (laughs) That's crazy. Um, I really do love and appreciate all y'all because let's let's be clear. Like, of course, I could talk into this this mic um, every week and... 
you know, get my life. But, you know, it means much more that someone on the other end is actually listening. So I just wanted to say thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm so humble. I'm, I'm so happy. And I, I feel so much love. And I hope you guys feel the same love that's coming from, you know, that, that I'm giving to you as well. Moving on this week, because it's, you know, Black History Month, you know, what I'm saying, of course, you know, I'm black uh, 365, but uh, I'm blackity black in February. I wanted to shout out a couple businesses that, um, you know, that I have ties to. Uh, I want first the first business that I want to shout out is my cousin Jesse out in Hayward, California, Bay Area. Hey, yay area. I can't do it. I can't. <laughs> Let me not perpetrate like I'm from there. But anyways, hey, if you're out in the Bay Area, you know, look her up. She's fucking dope. Her shop is amazing. Like it's unlike anything you've ever seen. And you'll totally go there and get your life. Um, especially if you're a woman of color, because I mean, listen, not everybody is good with our hair. Let's just be real. So <laughs> I, want, I want to make sure I shout her out because she's all about, um, you know, fostering and cultivating healthy hair practices for specifically for women of color. So, I mean, some people have literally been, their lives have been transformed by going to her shop. So if you, if you are in the Bay area, please do look her up, make sure you follow her, uh, shop page on IG at that's at Bay blow bar. Um, she's amazing. She's dope. And you will totally, totally get your life. Okay. Um, also, I wanted to shout out my hairstylist out here because she be keeping my hair together because let me tell you something, hair is just not my ministry. It's just not. I can do my own makeup. In fact, I love doing my own makeup. I prefer to do it actually, but hair, no, I need to pay somebody. Okay. <laughs> like, I need to pay someone to come deal with this mane of terror. I, if I had visuals, you could, you would be able to see what's going on with my hair right now. It's not, it's not cute. Well, it's not that it's not cute. It's just like. I took out my braids, I combed out my hair and like, um, it's like seventies right now. It's, it's very, it's giving, uh, Foxy Brown. Yeah. That's what it's giving. Okay. Big mane of terror just on top of my, it's just everywhere. So with that being said, I want to shout out, uh, my girl promise out here in the Pensacola area. She's fucking dope. Okay. She specializes in locks and braids and twists and all the, you know, get your dude did and you, and you flip whipped. Okay. Um, make sure you follow her. Um, she, she's owns and operates chameleon hair collection, LLC, as well as black chameleon crafts. She makes shirts as well. Um, be sure to look her up on IG, um, at promise dot the artist okay that's promise spelled traditional spelling dot the artist and also peace and promises um the last business that i want to shout out is uh, a dear dear friend of mine that i've known for for forever uh her husband is literally one of my oldest and dearest friends in in the marine corps and uh, when he uh you know started dating her she became like a sister to me so um i wanted to shout her out out as well chef keisha out in the dmv area listen she is an amazing chef like every time i see her ig page i just want to lick the fucking screen so i just wanted to make sure i shout her out make sure you go and follow her as well at chef keisha underscore kiki on ig that's at chef keisha k-e-s-h-i-a underscore kiki that's k-i-k-i so I'm going to go ahead and spell it out, right? Okay. C-H-E-F-K-E-S-H-I-A underscore K-I-K-I. Um, you know, give her a follow, give her a like, and give her some business, especially if you're out in the DMV area, because let me tell you something, dope as fuck. She does caterings, she does meal prep, she does all sorts of things. So um, also, if you're a chef and you are looking for ways to like kind of, you know, promote your business. Look at some, what some of the other chefs are doing and, and kind of figure out how you can incorporate that into your own business model. That's a great, I mean, you know, just a, just a little strategy right there. You know, a girl is going for an MBA. I'm just saying. Anywho, make sure, and I might as well shout my own shit out. Make sure you follow, <laughs> make sure you follow me as well. Um, at anything, any, anything about everything pod on IG. 
So that's at anything about everything pod on IG. And of course, you know, make sure you like follow and um, subscribe to this podcast wherever you consume your podcast content. Okay. I think we're done with the shout outs for right now. All right. So the drink of the pod this week, I'm just sipping on just a regular old margarita, honey, just a Don Julio situation uh, with some lime juice and some margarita mix. And it is de-rich. Okay. I just, I needed something to kind of take the edge off of statistics. Because, listen, I, I mean, it was bad enough the first time. I, I did get an A in the class, but I still hate statistics. I hate standard deviations. I hate, I, 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 mainly because there are sh- there's shit in statistics where they're just like, hey, listen, this could be the answer. It might not be, though. <laughs> like, and, I, um, and as somebody who just likes absolution with things, I'm like, what do you mean that could be the answer? Uh, well, approximately. This is, this is what we think it is, approximately. Get your approximately ass the fuck out of here. Okay? Like, just, uh, I can't. All right. Anyways, with that being said, we are now going to move on to the songs of the pod. To the songs of the pod where we premiere new music, old music, artists you've never heard about, some artists you have heard about. Um, Listen, music is just, it's my love language. (laughs) Okay? Uh, If you dated me back in the day, you probably got a mixtape or something. You probably got a CD. I don't know. Or a playlist. I don't know. It's just, I mean, I probably sent, maybe not a whole playlist. I might have sent you a song or two. You know, that was, that was my judge. But anyways, (laughs) um, uh, listen, um, so the first song of the pod, I, I don't know. I don't think I've played this yet, but I, I know I've played this artist before and this is old as fuck. I might, well, not old as fuck. It's six years old. It's gold link with after you left really, really, really just dig this song. Um, it's got a good vibe to it. It's got a good vibe to it. It has a weird start though. Hey. I made $100,000 Remember when that was like money? $100,000 ain't shit now. They'd be like, yo, that's it. They're going to take about half of that in taxes. So. Damn. My old bitch lost the baby too. Ain't know what the fuck to do. Right before the first take, almost killed a nigga for some phones and quit this rapping just to buy your shit. He's got, he has a good flow. I mean, I don't know what happened to this artist, but I haven't heard anything from him lately. But he's he has a really good flow. He has a he had a really good flow, and I really uh, enjoyed him. I want to say he was art from uh, out out west, but you know that. Anyways, that was Gold Link with After You Left. Okay. So, moving on to the second song of the pod. I'm not going to be here all day. I'm not going to be here all day with the music. Because, I mean, we're, on, we're about 13 minutes in. I can tell. This is going to be a long. This is not going to be a long podcast. I don't want it to be. Anyways, I got a test to take. Like, I <laughs> got stuff to do. But, um, anyways. So, the next song of the pod. I just so happened to stumble across this gem. Okay, it's Kid Cudi and Eminem with uh, The Adventures of Moon Man and Slim Shady. I just, I identify with Eminem. I do. It's God you believe in. Bob your head and just nod in agreement. Yeah, they say time's undefeated. I'ma be the first one who can beat it. Yeah, I felt like I that. I do. dreams. Now I shoot threes. Got a little hey. green, but I don't do weed. No purple. No, I don't. That's two cheese. Don't do none of that shit. New Orleans. Fuck Drew Brees. Yeah. Snoop deal double. That's two G's. Yeah. Probably spin on paper. Ooh, we. Tuesday, probably killed a few trees. But the only ones I smoke are the loose leaf. Not high, but I'm your highness. And secretly, you're my dick. But you haters, a butt hurt, bunch of sore hind ends. I was just a poor white kid. Now if rap was beatball, I'd be Jordan like this. I really do. Not even the half chord I'd miss. I'm mouthwashed. Even the shenanigans he be pulling with other rappers and shit. I really do. I appreciate it. I got you in my top five. Worst rappers of all time. I lost my spot. Y'all got all time. King of rap. I hate. I hate him. That's some Libra. Uh, that's some Libra energy right there. <laughs> a backhanded ass compliment. Well, it wasn't even. It started off as a compliment. Then he was like, "Wait a minute, what? <laughs> Hold the hell up! Top five worst rappers of all time. I'll punch you in your lip, bro." <laughs> um. Anyways, moving on to the next song. This is. Oh my gosh, I just love this artist, Black. Even though. 
Um, his name is spelled funny. And I, like I said, I wish you guys would just stop doing this with your names. No one, I mean, we can find you, but it just takes, you know, an extra step. But anyways, black, this is, this is black with float. And his last LP, was it an LP? No, it was an EP that came out. I want to say it was the end of 2020. It was really good though. Um, I didn't hear a lot of chatter about it, but has some really, has some really, really dope music on there. You know I was gonna slow it down. Come on now. That's how, you know, maybe that's why I picked the song because I really am just trying to stay afloat with these damn classes. <laughs> the nigga is treading water, okay? <laughs> I'm treading water. Jesus. I mean, listen, um, I'm in a mellow mood. That's, that's really what it is. I'm just in a mellow mood. <laughs> but anyways, that was Black with Float. Moving on to the next song of the pod. This is an artist that I've just been obsessed with. Literally obsessed with. I, anytime he l- releases anything, I'm just like, I need it in my ears. Okay, so this is, I mean, he, he's along, him and Masego. Just, yeah, just give me, give me all of it. This is Sir with the Evils. And, um, I mean, it's old, but eh, I'm going to play it anyway because love it. Tell me who that nigga if it ain't me. If it ain't a party, then it's I love a cocky bar. Tell me who that nigga if it ain't me. He ain't nothing. Whatever. Men, you gotta be confident. We love confidence. Confidence is key. He's just so I believe he's Beastmo's brother as well. Just talent, just running in the family. Shout out to the West Coast, LA. You know what it is, Inglewood. This is that's actually the song that introduced me to him. I was like. I was scrolling through Instagram and, you know, sometimes music will just come up. I was like, oh, my God, who is that? I need it in my life. (laughs) So um, that was Sir with The Evils. Okay, moving on to the possible. This was actually suggested to me by a listener and a dear friend. So um, the next song of the pod is Toy Lanes with mine still this is a freestyle actually um it's not on uh itunes so you gotta go to youtube for this it's a joint it's a joint i must say got a little caribbean feel to it feeling it how did I let you play me when I'm wavy? I done made examples of Tracy and Stacy. Bitch, you never love me, you just love what I came with. I hate when artists like, like do freestyles or do a song or whatever and they and they don't release it. On iTunes, I'm like, please just put it on iTunes so I can enjoy it. Thanks. I don't care if you like it. I like it, nigga. Tori is good for that shit, too. He's got another joint that I really love. That, that's only on YouTube. I'm like, nigga, if not, if this shit gets deleted, I'm gonna be upset. Body mind. Oh, oh, okay. Wait, wait, wait. You're doing a bit much. You're doing a bit much. <laughs> You're doing a bit much. Sorry, shut up. <laughs> That was Toy Lanes with Your Mind Still. Hey, listen, that was a freestyle from 2021. Listen, look, Tori, Tori, you've got to stop this shit. Just put it on iTunes, man. Like, come on now. Like, he's got another song that I just, I really, really fuck with. Um, I've been fucking with this since, like, 2016. And this yeah. shit goes hard. I don't know why it's not on iTunes or Spotify or any of the other DSPs, but let me tell you something, nigga. Get your shit together and put it on fucking iTunes, okay? I don't know how many miles I've ran to this song. I always have to go to YouTube for it. Hey. 
Like I said, I don't care if you liked it. I like it. Okay. The kids still just like it. That's how you should deal with stress. We're going to talk about stress a little bit later in the value add. Well, no, no, we're not talking about stress today. We're talking about productivity. But meditation is a good productivity hack. Helps keep your mind clear. Let her run, let run to this song. Hey, you gotta put on the show yeah. when they looking. <laughs> Just a little bit. Yeah. Twenty bad women in they all for the gold now. Hey. Yeah. It's a party. See a nigga ballin' and they all wanna know. Hey. Yeah. See a nigga ballin' and they all wanna know. That was. Uh, actually, that was Bryson Tiller featuring Tory Lanez. Listen, Bryson, put the shit out, please. Like, I'm tired. Um, <laughs> anyways, I just wanted to play that. There were a couple other songs, but I'm not gonna like overload y'all with music like I do every week. Okay, uh, <laughs> I'm gonna try to stick. I'm gonna try to keep it at five. Okay, we're, that's what we're gonna try to do since we're almost at 22 minutes. All right, <laughs> all right. So now moving on to the Pop and Bob segment. Hey guys, remember to subscribe to this podcast wherever you consume your podcast content. Whether you're here for the music selection, the You've Got Mail segment, the value-added conversations, or just the overall feel of the podcast, yo, if you are enjoying any part of this podcast, be sure to like, share, subscribe, and download this podcast wherever you consume your podcast content. Also, be sure to tell a friend. And now, let's get back to the show. All right, moving on to the Pop and Bob segment. All right, first and foremost, first and foremost, welcome home, Bobby Schmurda. Okay, uh, you know, hot nigga. Listen, we got to do it. We got to play it because, listen. I mean, what a, what a jam! What a jam! I. I I remember when he came out, like, I remember when this song was hot. I remember walking into the fucking training room in NAS Oceana and being like, oh my God, um, <laughs> like, bitch caught a body about a week ago. Like, it was, it was a whole thing. Like, it was a whole thing. And me and the other black kid that was in there, I don't know, Jones, I don't know if you remember that moment, but we absolutely started doing the little Bobby Smarter dance. So we just, you know, we we just got we just got to play it for him. Just, I'm just saying. Shorty like the way that I ball out. Hey. I be getting money time fall out. Hey. Cash dog I go all out. Shorty love the way that I fall out. See see the little of my dogs out. Mama send no pussy cats and some dog cows. Shout out to the hood niggas that are trying to make something happen. I see you. Little of my dogs out. We gon' pull up in that I remember making fun of this dance too that he did in the video. Cause I was like, yo, that's the uncle. That's like my uncle be doing that shit. Like, little uncle at the fucking cookout. It's crazy how young he was when he went to jail. It's really shots popping up the air. I'm with Oh my god, listen, 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 listen. When that song came out, I'm not gonna lie to you. Uh, where was I? I was in Virginia. I was in Virginia living, living my life. Okay. Um, ah, goodness. I just remember really loving that song and then hearing that he was going to have to go to jail because, you know, uh, he refused to, you know, break some, uh, street code and I'm not of the streets, but I know people who are, 
And I also know people who respect what he did. I'm, I'm listen, not in my life, <laughs> so, but I'm just happy he's home. I'm happy not, nothing happened to him. I see he's out here turning down drinks because I think like there's some, you know, when you're on probation, I think you can't really consume alcohol or, or anything like that. And you can't be out past curfew and all that kind of stuff. So I hope he keeps his, you know, nose and ears clean. I hope he stays out of jail. I hope he starts creating. Listen, we got enough of us locked up in there. We don't need another one. That's If anything, whether or not you're of the streets or you're just street adjacent, as I consider myself to be, um, yeah, we don't need any more in there. There's plenty of motherfuckers in there right now. We don't need no more. So, you know, Bobby Smarter, welcome home. Um, Takashi six nine, fuck you, <laughs> like whatever. You stay calling. He stay calling himself the king of New York. I'm like, no, New Yorkers don't claim you, bro. Like, if you don't stop it, please get the fuck out of here. Uh, anyways, this whole this whole situation with uh, Bobby Smurder, it reminds me of one of my favorite movies ever. If if not, it's top three for me. Definitely top three. Uh, Goodfellas. Okay. When Robert De Niro said, listen, never ride on your friends and always keep your mouth shut. Okay. If if those aren't fucking words to live by. (laughs) All right. And Bobby Smarter basically embodied that whole, that whole fucking sentence. He he's like, Hey, I don't know what to tell you. You know, (laughs) like they're like, Oh, we got you on tape. Do you? <laughs> like we got your friend on tape. Do you? Okay, that's cool. <laughs> like, so, uh, hey, listen, cops are gonna do their job. Let them do their job. But you shut the fuck up. All right. You know it is what it is. So, anyways, uh, listen. A lot of y'all snitching yourself. Uh, that's another thing. You know, um, there was a I I forgot his name because his name is basically mud, but he's a, he was a Florida man. We'll call him Florida man because he's from Florida. It would be a Florida man to do this. Went up to NYC, robbed a fucking uh, Chanel store and then bragged about it on Facebook. You idiot. Okay. You moron. Listen, you would have gotten away with it. You told on yourself. Talk about, oh yeah, no, I can start a boutique with all the shit I got out of Chanel. Oh yeah. <laughs> they come into your house. nigga. Listen, um, you know, a lot of y'all would not get caught up if you didn't tell on yourselves, but you do. So it is what it is. Uh, so that was uh, basically according to the shade room. I saw, I saw the video. I was just like, wow. Okay. It could be caught a lick, but you know, whatever it is what it is. So moving on to the next, uh, this is going to be really light. Okay. Cause we got a lot to cover today. Lawyers have reportedly found the parents of uh, over 105 migrant children who were separated from their parents under the Trump administration. You trash nigga. Oh my God, you are so trash. Um, listen, there's a way to do things. And the reason why I can blame this on him is because even though the Obama administration deported more, more immigrants than any other administration before him, he, he earned the nickname, um, deporter in chief that looked that up. Okay. All right. That was under the Obama administration. He never separated kids from their families. And this trash motherfucker that what that, you know, sat at the highest office of the land, just no empathy, no, you know, no consideration for these human lives. Yeah. They came over here, quote unquote, illegally, but okay. What, what is that? What, what are you talking about? What does that mean? Okay, if I don't know the fucking laws of the land, what does that mean, really? Get the fuck out of here, bro. I'm glad that they're finding the the, the parents for these kids. Some of these kids are gonna they're gonna be fucked up for life. I mean, their heads. You know what I'm saying? Like they're gonna suffer from PTSD, and of course, nobody's gonna you know they're not gonna get uh, the proper care because they had to they had to sleep in cages, and a lot of them slept in their own feces. They weren't fed properly. Some of them were fucking sexually assaulted. And, you know, it's, it's really disgusting what the fuck we did to those kids. And, you know, America, we got some karma coming. That's all I'm, that's all I'm going to say. I'm going to leave it at that. So moving on to, uh, the last little, and this is really just me being silly. Drea and Jocelyn are up here vying for the part of Diamond and Players Club. Listen, neither one of you. (laughs) Okay. As far as I'm concerned, let's have someone else. Drea, you can't act and 
Jocelyn, love you, boo. You you probably could embody Diamond. Well, no, I don't even think so because Diamond had like a good girl aspect to her. I, I don't see anything pre like, like Jocelyn stands up in her like overt sexuality, which doesn't, it's not necessarily making her a bad girl, but I just don't see anything. Like there was an innocence almost to diamond. I don't see that with Jocelyn. I'm sorry. And if you don't know who I'm talking about, just Google Jocelyn Hernandez and you'll, you'll see, you know, the girl with the banging body, you know, that is fighting everybody on love and hip hop. So anyways, I, I just don't see it. I just don't see it, hon. Um, I, she could play, that other girl, the one that Diamond fought, now that I would watch. Okay, like, that, she could play the fucking hell out of that part because that girl, she was a seasoned veteran in the strip club, okay? And she, I mean, she knew the tricks and she had a little spice to her. I could see her playing her, but not Diamond. No, no, no. Andrea, just go somewhere and sell your swimsuits and sh sit down and shut the fuck up. Okay, boo? No, it's not. Uh, I'm sorry. But anyway, that's all I have for the Pop and Bob segment. Um, we are going to move on to the Black History Month highlight, where we will be highlighting none other than the 44th president of the United States, Barack Hussein Obama. Be right back. Since it is the last episode of the um anything about everything podcast within you know the black history month okay it's not the last episode ever <laughs> but um since it's the last uh episode of february i really wanted to highlight someone who has inspired me greatly um especially in my early adult years well mid really adult years um our former president, my, still my president, really, if we want to be clear about it, um, the first black president of these United States, Barack Hussein Obama. I wanted to highlight him because, and this is going to be really quick, but I mean, for eight years, I got to see someone actually act in a way with decorum who sat in the presidency for eight years. We got to see someone who displayed empathy, who was measured in his speaking, who was highly intelligent, who uh, commanded respect uh, wherever he went, not just uh, within, you know, the confines of the United States, but also abroad. I mean, what a time. And I know, of course, you know, there are, of course there are there, the critics, that will say that he, you know, didn't do enough, you know, for the, the people or that he didn't do enough for black people specifically or that he was just, I, I don't know what you people wanted from him, but I mean, he was the president, but he wasn't the king. Like, get the fuck out of here. Um, the thing about him is, and if you stack him up against uh, 45, or oh, Colt 45, um, he actually tried to operate within the confines of the law and the constitution, whereas uh, 45 did a lot to kind of circumvent, try to circumvent those laws and those parameters. Um, so a lot of people say, well, he just, you know, 45, he just did shit. Yes, he did shit illegally as well. Um, and so with that being said, it to, to go from President Obama, who was very measured and like I said, layered, um, in his, in his speaking. And, uh, tr really, I feel even if he didn't agree with all of the things and policies that he set forth, I really feel like he tried to do what was best for the collective. You, you understand, he, and he even said this, that you understand that you can't, as a politician, you can't please everybody. You can't help everybody, but you can try to help the majority of the people that need help. And I think that's what he tried to do with a lot of the policies that he actually uh, set forth. That was definitely the case with Obamacare. Um, of course, there, is, there are some criticisms surrounding Obamacare. That's fine. But you know what? A lot of people are receiving health care um, because of Obamacare that wouldn't have been prior to 2010, which is when um, Obamacare was actually... Uh, uh, enacted. So, 
you know, there are a lot of people who are able to get their, their vaccines and, and, and go get uh, their blood pressure tested and, and everything and actually go to the ER and are unable, to, they can, the insurance companies can't kick them off their fucking coverage because of uh, pre-existing conditions. Um, there are a lot of things that were covered in, the, that are covered in the Obamacare that weren't before, especially when it comes to like mental health treatment. That wasn't a thing before and now it is. So, um, you know, whether or not you agree with Obamacare or not, there are a lot of people that are receiving help because of Obamacare. So, you know, um, I think the pros outweigh the cons in that one. Is it expensive? Yes. Okay. Uh, do I necessarily want to pay, uh, for health insurance? No, but I don't, I don't want to pay for anything either. <laughs> like, let's be clear. And I'm not saying I'm a, a quote unquote socialist. I'm just saying I'm cheap. <laughs> okay. So I, I'm, I'm just being real with you. You know what I mean? I don't want to pay for anything, but guess what? You got to fucking pay. It is what it is. So with that being said, you know, I just want to uh, say thank you so much, uh, President Obama for being uh, a role model and really to, the closest thing to a, a real life superhero in my eyes. I really do love and appreciate you. And if you ever hear this podcast, just know that you are loved and you are supported. And I'm, I'm, I can't, I can't express enough how much I love and adore you. So with that being said, I also heard that uh, it came out this week that he broke a classmate's nose for call, calling him a racial slur. Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Bet you won't do it again, okay? So, <laughs> with that bit, so that was our Black History Month highlight. And now, moving on to the value-added conversation. So, welcome to the value-added conversation. This is the portion of the show where we share insightful knowledge that is supposed to help our bum-ass lives, okay? <laughs> so, <laughs> um, anyways, I hope that this segment uh, will enrich your life in some form or fashion. This week, I decided to do the value-added conversation on productivity hacks, okay? Uh, by the way, my, my bro Ben was supposed to be on this week's episode. However, there was some scheduling conflicts, and that's why he's not here. So uh, we'll try to get him on the next one. Love you, bro. Shout out to you. Um, I hope everything is well. You know, I'll call you later. All right. Anyways, moving on. Moving on to the <laughs> value-added conversation. So productivity hacks. What are productivity hacks? Productivity hacks are basically little ways or strategies to help you improve productivity within your day-to-day -day life or, you know, on a long-term basis. So I looked up a little article, okay, on medium.com, um, you know, just wanted to share some information because I, I still eat as, as much as I would like to say, oh, I'm a highly productive individual. I still struggle sometimes. Okay. Um, because there's ebbs and flows with me. It's like, well, it, it's more like extremes. It's either I'm highly productive and I work, 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 or I'm down for a whole day and nothing gets done. So there's no balance. <laughs> uh, shout out to the Libras who know that, you know, they say that Libra is about balance. No, that means we have none. Okay. That's really what it means. Okay. So, um, anyways, all right. So the first, uh, this, this article just goes over 14 productivity hacks and we're just going to, you know, go over some and then highlight others. Okay. So the first one is a daily priority setting. So usually when I wake up that day, I'll go to my calendar or, you know, and, and, or my, and, or my to-do list and kind of look at what I need to do for the day. And that, that sets me on track. Okay. That keeps me focused and it lets me know what I need to accomplish for that day. Okay. The second productivity hack, and this, I feel like this is a really good one. Watch a motiva motivational video. Now, what is this doing? This is getting your mind right. Okay. This is getting you in the, in the game. And I don't know if you've ever watched uh, like a motiv uh, a motivational video before you work out, but the workout is different, nigga, when you watch one <laughs> right before. Okay. You got to be careful because you, you might set yourself up for a really sore week <laughs> if you watch one right before you work out. But Literally, it puts you in a state of, you know, wanting to be productive. And a lot of this stuff is mental. 
You know what I'm saying? In fact, I would dare say like 90 to 99% of it is mental. You know, it's just getting your mind in, in, in the headspace to actually be productive. So yeah, watch a motivational video right before you, uh, you know, start your day and it, it might get your energy up, you know, get your energy pumping. Okay. Productivity hack number three, schedule your day. We talked about this with, uh, the E3C, uh, framework. Okay. Scheduling fat, incredibly important. Okay. <laughs> like I, uh, as I realize that I have so much going on and really I, I still think there's room somewhere. I could probably fit something else in there. I don't know how, but I, I'm sure I could, uh, if I, talk to my mentor, Dr. Celicia Thompson, I'm sure she would tell me I'm not doing enough. So like, um, I'm just saying there's always work to be done, but the way you get things done or at a high level is by, you know, sticking to a schedule. Okay. So listen, we talked about this, set your calendar. Okay. Set your calendar and get yourself together. And that way, you know, you don't end up spending five hours doing one task and you're like, Oh my God, where did the day go? You know? So, you know, set yourself up for success, not failure. All right. Productivity hack number four, meditate. This is another thing about the mind, right? You got to clear your mind. All right. So if you're, I mean, if you are someone like me, whose mind is always going, 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 this can actually bring productivity down because you, you, it causes you to be able to not focus on the tasks that you're trying to accomplish. So, but if you clear your mind first, you might be able to focus that much more and accomplish the things that you want to accomplish throughout the day, throughout the week, throughout the month, throughout the year. So definitely, uh, you know, meditate. Number five, Another one for your men, for your uh, your mental health journal for mental clarity. Okay, um, journaling. I I I've been meaning to start a journal. This is kind of my way of journaling, but not really. Um, you know, journaling is a uh, it's it's a really effective way to get rid of internal distractions. Okay, you get to kind of mull some things over and maybe come up with solutions that you might not have had you not actually thought about things in a a comprehensive way. Okay. So, you know, maybe start a journal, write some things down. Um, you know, even if it's just an audio journal, maybe, maybe you don't even need to write, just talk. So yeah, you know, but some people like writing. I do too. I do. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> anyways, productivity hack number six, review your long-term goals. This is important because it keeps you on track of your long-term goals. It's so easy for us to lose sight of those things that we meant to accomplish. What, what's your five-year plan? And if you don't remember your five-year plan, how are you going to actually achieve your five-year plan? You know what I mean? So definitely, and, and you know, reviewing your long-term goals will cause you to assess your short-term goals and be like, how am, am I actively working towards my long-term goals or am I bullshitting? You know what I mean? Am I, am I actually trying to get to that five-year plan or am I just, you know, uh, I'll get there when I get there, you know? So yeah, definitely review your, uh, long-term goals. This next one is, is a big one. <laughs> it's a big one. Uh, put your phone in flight mode, <laughs> right? Put your phone in flight mode. In other words, no distractions. Okay. No, uh, no group chats, no clubhouse, no Facebook, no Instagram, no Twitter, no TikTok, none of that. Uh, no games, no you gamers out there. All right. Put your phone in flight mode. That way you can actually focus on the things that you need to focus on. All right. Also, okay. Productivity number eight, productivity hack number eight, take a short break. So when we were talking about the, uh, 15 secrets to time management, they said, the author uh, said to work kind of in a pulse pause, uh, you know, wave of, of working. Okay. Of, of being, of doing. All right. So, you know, take frequent breaks to, you know, let yourself rest for a little bit. And then when you get back into it, uh, high energy, high, high, high energy. All right. Productivity hack Number nine, drink a glass of water. I would say a gallon actually, but I mean, drink your water. 
Okay, the body is what 75% water. Um, if you are dehydrated, you will see that you, 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 you're not as. Um, it's not that you're not as productive, but you kind of are. You're, you're a little sluggish. You're not, you're not as high energy as you could be, as if you you know your body was functioning on, at the level that it should be. And the way that it will function at the level that it should is by making sure that it has what it needs, i.e. fresh food, um, meaning I'm not talking about fresh from fucking Popeye's. I'm talking about fresh as in fresh fruit and vegetables, also nuts, um, you know, think foods that have not been processed and also water. Your, your body just needs water. And I'm not, I'm not talking about water-ish. Okay, I'm not talking about soda. I'm not talking about Gatorade. I'm not talking about things that are packed with sugar and salt. Um, I'm talking about just regular old H2O. I know it's boring. (laughs) Okay, I know. I know, I know, I know. But your body needs it and it will thank you. It will, okay? Ladies, 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 listen to me carefully. If you want the WAP, okay, you got to drink your water, sis. Okay, drink your water, all right? If you want to have the WAP, you got to drink your water. You don't, no one wants to dap, okay? <laughs> right? <laughs> Get your, and you figure out what the dap is, all right? It's the counter to the WAP. Nobody wants to dap, all right? So anyways, productivity, moving on, well, productivity hack number 10, say no. This is a hard one. I'll give you a little story, Okay girl calls me says oh I need help with this and you know someone walked into my office and da 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 and I was like why didn't you just tell them to wait (laughs) like while you were handling this thing that needed to be handled right then why didn't you just say hey listen give me a second I'll be right with you and that's not even a no that's just a hold on okay no is a complete fucking sentence get comfortable with it (laughs) okay Some people have a real issue with saying no. I know I used to have an issue with saying no. Now it's one of my favorite fucking words. No, not doing that. (laughs) So, (laughs) all right. Shout out to my husband who helps me with that. Okay. Because he's the king of no. All right. Uh, And I'm trying to become the queen of no. Right now I'm more like the duchess. uh, Maybe even, you know, the queen. Not not the queen, but... uh, I don't even know, you know, the grand, uh, the grand duchess will say, not just the duchess, but the grand duchess of no, but I'm trying to get to queen status. It takes time. So, uh, you know, the difference between, they say the difference between successful people and very successful people is that very successful people say no to almost everything. That was Warren Buffett that said that I suppose, you know, Looks like he's a pretty successful guy. If you don't say so, if I don't say so myself. So anyways, moving on. Productivity hack number 11. Turn off your email notifications when you do important work. Um, I noticed that my Apple Watch, and I love my Apple Watch because it helps me take, stay on track with my workouts and my steps and my water and my breathing and my heart rate and all those other things. But the thing that sucks is that I keep getting notifications for A, Clubhouse, for B, YouTube, for C, my uh, Instagram and, and Facebook, and also my email. Like, it's, 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 it's nonstop. And the thing about it is, is I keep checking my damn watch. And, and I notice that when I take my watch off, I'm not distracted. So, you know, that's the productivity hack number 11. Turn off the notifications uh, so that you can't, you, know, you, you won't be constantly distracted. Or, you know, sometimes you'll see an email pop up and you'll see the preview and you're like, what the fuck was that? And you, and of course, you'll just stop whatever the fuck you're doing and go to the email. And it's like, oh, damn it. Like, I should have just stayed doing what I was doing. The email wasn't even that important. So uh, that was productivity hack number 11. Productivity hack number 12, download website and app blockers. Um, These are kind of meant to just, you know, block those uh, notifications, you know, and help you focus on what it is that you're doing. And also some of them are meant to like, actually shut your phone down so that you can't get into it for a specific amount of time. And you know, it, 
it will help you be a little bit more productive throughout the day. Okay, productivity hack number 13, work with a timer. Um, so if you know that you have to work for a specific amount of time, most of the time you'll be a little bit more productive because you know the, la the lateral limits of uh, your task. You know, it, it helps you to stay in line, okay? So I notice that when I say, okay, I'm going to study from this time to this time. I'm actually studying from that time to that time, okay? Um, and productivity hack number 14, celebrate your successes, okay? One of my favorite, favorite quotes that I heard on another podcast, but I'm not fucking shouting out because this is my podcast. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, I heard it on the Getting Grown podcast like two years ago. Um, Dr. Kia said, uh, don't be so concerned with the mountains that are in front of you that you don't celebrate the mountains that you've already climbed. Meaning, okay, I'm going to say that again. Don't be so concerned with the mountains that are in front of you that you forget to celebrate the mountains that you've already climbed. Meaning, yes, we know that there are obstacles in front of us, but that does not the negate the fact that you have overcome so many other obstacles. Don't forget to celebrate those obstacles the, or the, the, the successful navigation of those obstacles, okay? So celebrate your successes, all right? Acknowledge them and they will help, that, that acknowledgement will help fuel you in moving forward with uh, the rest of, rest of your long-term and short-term goals, okay? So that was it for the value-added conversation and we'll be right back with the You've Got Mail segment. Remember to submit your questions to anythingabouteverythingpod at gmail.com. That's anythingabouteverythingpod at gmail.com. Also, if you want, you can submit your questions uh, on our IG page, at anything about everything pod IG. So that's anything about everything pod on IG. And now let's get back to the show. You've got mail. <laughs> I'm going to do that every time. Just so y'all know, just so y'all know, it's, it's, it's going to be a part of the show. Okay. I'm just kidding. I don't know. Maybe we'll see. Um, it's, <laughs> so here we are in the You've Got Mail segment. We only have one letter uh, this week, and it's not a sex letter. Oh, my God. Shocker. <laughs> Literally, I was shocked. But anyways, all right. So the letter reads, Dear Anything About Everything, congrats on making 10 episodes. Thank you. you to witness your growth has been truly inspiring. Your songs of the pod always slap. Okay. Okay. Thank you, boo. So my question is, and I'll preface by saying that I know I'm over the top. I'm extremely passionate about my current relationship. Okay. Big Leo vibes. All right, boo. My man feels like I'm being too possessive. I feel like he should take my feelings into consideration, but I digress. My man is an outgoing Aquarius who happens to have a lot of female friends. He's assured me on many occasions that any, any women that any woman that is a friend has been friend zoned for the entirety of their relationship. I just don't know if I believe him. I've never seen or heard of anything to, to suggest otherwise, but I still don't know if I'm for him having any female friends. Am I being too possessive? I mean, is it possible for people of the opposite sex to be friends? I don't think he's cheating, but I really want to be sure. I even went as far as to create a fake IG page just to see if he would engage with me if I flirted with him in the DMs. He didn't, but I still don't trust him. Please help, AAE. Thank you. I'm going to give you a pseudonym. Uh, let's go with Imperfect Patty. Imperfect, Imperfect Patty. Girl. This is like mad small quit energy. Like, what the fuck? Are you serious right now? You went as far as to create a fake IG page and then follow him. And well, I don't know if you followed him, but engaged with him, like snuck up in his DMs to see, you know, to try to get you to, to try to get him to flirt with you. You tried to set him up, sis. Now, come on now. Like, this is ridiculous. What? Girl. 
I'm gonna need you to seek some therapy. This is not okay. This is just not okay. This is reading very much little clit energy. I'm sorry. Um, I, I don't even know what to say about that. Like, first of all, yes, it is possible for people who are of the opposite sex to be friends. Okay. I'll use myself as an example. There are friends of mine who, and I mean, and I'm not talking about, oh, this is an outlier. Like this is part of, um, I was about to use a statistics, uh, <laughs> statistics verbiage, but the, there, there are people in my life who have been in my life for 10 plus years who are of the opposite sex, who have never, ever, ever tried anything with me. They've never even hinted to any sort of attraction whatsoever. And neither have I. Yes, it is possible for people of the opposite sex to be friends. Now, I don't know. I, I don't know what happened in your, in any of your previous relationships. And this is why I said, you got to go to therapy because this is not, to me, this is not normal. It's not normal thinking. And maybe this is because I'm an air sign too, but sis, like what? Like why are you so consumed with, you know, the females that are around him? He's going to be around girls, girl. Like he's going to, I mean, eventually because he's going to have to go out into the world. If he wanted to cheat on you, sis, he would have done it. Okay. Like, I mean, like seriously, if he wanted to cheat on you, he could find a broad down to the grocery store or, you know, down to the, uh, you know, down to the club or down to any, any place. I know we're in a pandemic or whatever, but niggas, let's be clear. People are still doing what they do. If he wanted to get some strange, he could get it. Okay. I'm just putting it out there. So you trying to dictate who is in his life based on their perceived because you don't even know genitalia, meaning that they could have, you know, vaginas, they could be her uh, Anyways, you're trying to dictate who he is friends with based on their genitalia or based on their gender. Ridiculous girl. It's absolutely stupid. And like I said, if he wanted to fucking step out on you, he would have done it. Okay, like, okay. And he might have, who knows? Not, not, not saying he hasn't or not saying he has, I'm just saying if he's, and you said you, that he's never given you a reason to question him. So then why fucking do it? Like, let me tell you something. I'm the, Ooh, I was about to, <laughs> um, all I can say is this, there's nothing more infuriating than someone accusing you of accusing you of some shit that you haven't done. And they perpetually accuse you of something and you're like, fuck, I might as well do it. Like, I mean, if you, if you sit up here accusing me of shit, I might as well, I'm getting punished for it anyway. Like if you're due to saying that you're too possession, you probably, you probably are like, I'm just, I'm just saying sis, this is reading very much crazy girl for me. Um, I, it was the fake IG page for me, sis. No. My husband has a lot of female friends and I support their relationship. I encourage it. I'm like, yo, when's the last time you talked to so-and-so? Like, hey, when's the last time you talked to so-and-so? And, 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 and to be clear, because I know a lot of women will do this, they'll try to befriend the female friend in hopes that, you know, they'll be able to uh, form some sort of bond with this woman and then they won't sleep with their man. Listen. I see, <laughs> whatever. I, I've seen that strategy. Sometimes it works, sometimes it backfires. Um, but what I will say is this. I, I'm not particularly close with my husband's female friends, but when we do get together, it's all love. It's all fun. Why can't it be like that with you? Are you that insecure? Do you, do you not see that your own value within the relationship to, for you to be able to say, oh, you can't have any f other female friends. Girl, bye. Okay. Like, let me just go ahead and say it. Girl, bye. Get the fuck out of here with that silly shit. Now, and I say that with love. Okay. <laughs> right. I say that with love. You really got to figure out why it is that you have such a hang up about 
him having friends of the opposite sex because let's let's be clear he's gonna have to interact with with women it's not just you know being friends or whatever but eventually he's gonna have to interact with interact with women whether it's at the workplace or at the gym or at the you know at the grocery store uh you know when he goes to a fucking museum i don't know like i mean i'm just saying like eventually he's gonna see some other women like in terms of like seeing them in you know out in in public or whatever but to say like oh you can't have any female friends to me that's this hyper it's control it's not only possessive it's controlling and that's the the real issue so you might want to see somebody about that because that's not normal. And to me, it's not okay because um, it's cute to be a little possessive. Just a little bit like, oh, who you talking to? You know, whatever. That's cute. A little bit. Don't, don't ask too many times though. I'm just kidding. But, but to be controlling and say, listen, I don't want you to have no friends of the opposite sex. That's, that's not okay. And you might want to unpack why you're feeling that way. All right. So um, since that was our only letter this week, um, remember to submit your questions to anything about everything pod um, at gmail.com or feel free to write us on IG at anything, everything, anything about everything pod um, on IG as well. I've answered a few questions from, um, from the, uh, from the inbox. All right. So, with that being said, we are going to move on now to the Wine About It segment where we are going to keep this short and sweet because we are already at an hour. All right, y'all. Welcome to the Wine About It segment. We're just going to keep this real short. Um, people who take my kindness for weakness, I don't know who you think I am, but you got me fucked up. Okay? Uh, I'm not going to go into it too much. But I hate when people think that you, they can talk to you any old kind of way. And then when you get buck with them back, they're like, oh, my God, where did that come from? Or, oh, my God, you're overreacting. No, no, I'm not overreacting. If I feel disrespected, I'm going to respond in kind. OK. All I can say is watch your mouth. <laughs> OK, <laughs> don't. Don't talk to people any old kind of way. If you come to me, I'm a very easygoing person. If you come to me with respect, that's what you're going to get. Simple. Very simple. I, 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 I like, I love, I, I'm not a com, I'm not a confrontational person by nature. I'm actually the person that's like, Hey, let's, let's talk this out until I feel like you are taking my kindness for weakness. And then we have an issue and then you will see the opposite side of me, which is the more, uh, in astrology, they say the more airy inside cause Libra and, uh, Aries are opposites. So that, that fiery, like who the fuck you talking to, that's going to come out. And then you're going to be like, Oh my God, I didn't. <laughs> so anyways, listen, people who don't know how to talk to people, I'm gonna need you to get it together. Okay. And this goes for everybody. I'm putting everybody on notice right fucking now. Don't come at me crazy or else you're going to get matched with crazy. Okay. Let's everybody just be nice and calm and keep things copacetic. I just want, I just want to promote love. Okay. Just want to promote love. <laughs> okay. And music and, and things of that nature. I'm a Libra. Okay. I like everything nice and, and flowy and fluffy. I don't like, I don't like having to fight. But I will if I need to. All right. So anyways, whether that be verbally or physically, I'm just saying. Anyways, so moving on. Uh, listen, with that being said, we're going to leave that in last week. All right. The little tip that I had, we're going to leave it with in last week and we're going to move on. All right. This marks the end of the beef. <laughs> All right, and so with that being said, let's move on and wrap up the show. All right, welcome, 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 welcome to the end of the show. Listen, an hour and four minutes later, nigga. I got six jobs. I don't get tired. <laughs> I don't. I do, but I don't. <laughs> All right. 
I hey shout out to the full time father. Shout out to the fathers out there. Okay. <sighs> Anyways, listen. Thank you, thank you, thank you for rocking with me once again. Episode eleven in the can. Yeah, dig. Yeah, hurt. Um, listen, join us next week on Sunday. We'll be right back with another episode. Listen, I love you guys. Stay safe. Stay. Stay cool out here. It's starting to heat up a little bit. I'm sweating like a. Oh Jesus! I'm. I don't want to say what I'm sweating like, but I'm sweating my ass off right now. Oh Jesus! I can't. This hair. This hair's got to get braided up real quick because I can't do it. Um. Listen, y'all know the questions. If it's not adding value to our lives, then why are we doing it? And if we are not adding value to someone else's life, then why are we there? Listen, just the questions. A lot of fucking energy vampires out there just sucking up shit. Get them out your life, <laughs> okay? Um, everything you do should be value added in some way. And, and sometimes the value is just, you know, enjoying their company. So, you know, just saying. <laughs> We'll be back next week, y'all. Thank you for tuning in. Make sure you tell a friend. We'll be back. Peace.